mother, why, why would you ask me a question like that? Because inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> do you or do you not want to get married again? I don't know. I'll tell you one thing, if I did get remarried, it wouldn't be to somebody like Michael. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> You're so threatened by my success. No, this time I'd like a man that would be supportive of my career, that loves my son, is sensitive and considerate. Mm. Gee, where would you ever find a guy like that? Hey, Angela, you want me to go down to the Cub Scouts to pick up Jonathan so you can get some work done on that new account? <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to A.O. O.A. Who's the Boss Podcast? Fireplace Edition. I'm Tori. And I'm Kevin. Yes, and if it sounds like our house is actually on fire, it's because it's cold. And so I was like, oh, I'll light a fire. And I didn't realize quite how loud the popping was going to be. Yeah, the wood is like popping a lot. <laughs> you got balsa wood in there? <laughs> But, like, I mean, my plan is to really make everyone feel that they're just sitting here with us while we talk about who's the boss. So, what better than a crackling fireplace? Sounds like fireworks. (laughs) All right. Well, um, yeah, no news. No no voice messages this week. So, I'm going to get into it. Those are our cats. Those are cats fighting. Um, Okay. So, this today's episode is season three, episode six, and the title is Wedding Bells. This first aired on November 11th, 1986, and the TV Guide summary says, While participating in a wedding, Angela and Tony wonder what it would be like if they were married. Hmm. This episode overall is, like, so awkward. It is. It really is. I mean, let's <laughs> but yet just call I, it what it is. But yet I still love it. Like, hmm. I can't help but love it, even though... And, like, I didn't read that summary until right now, and it's not a great one, but... I guess, I mean, they are kind of just thinking about what it would be like if they were married, Mm -hmm. but I feel like they just kind of got caught up in everything. So anyway, so when this episode opens, um, Samantha's on the phone. Here's the thing with Samantha being on the phone here. Is she on the phone with Marcy, or do you think she's talking to someone else? I thought... They established that she was talking. No, maybe not. No, they never say who she's talking. Okay, yeah, they don't say she's talking to. So she's talking to someone on the phone about a girl who was wearing a black bra under a white shirt. So basically, just like your. I thought they were talking about somebody who was wearing a black bra under a white shirt. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said that she was talking to somebody who. Was wearing. Oh no! Never about mind. someone. Gotcha. Uh, maybe I maybe I did say that. Sorry. Okay. Um, I'm paying attention here. <laughs> and so then Tony comes in and he's like, you know, can you keep it down or whatever? And she's like, this is a really important phone call. And then she asked, do you have a black one I can borrow? So now it seems like she also would like to wear a black bra under a white t-shirt. Oh, maybe that's like like the Madonna look. Yeah, maybe. Because she said all the boys were staring, but she says it in like a bad way, but then it seems mm. as though she wants to try this out. Anyway, none of that has anything to do with the rest of the episode. But no. So yeah, I wasn't sure if she's actually talking to Marcy or not because of what happens later on. So... Um, Samantha starts squealing at something on the phone and Tony's telling her to keep it down and Angela comes in and she's like, Tony, little girl, squeal. Let her squeal. So Angela goes to answer the front door because there's someone at it and it is Marcy's father, Dr. Ferguson, and one of Angela's friends who we haven't seen in a while, Isabel. Mm. Now, Isabel is in the episode First Kiss, so she's one of the two women that Angela goes to dinner with that night when she thinks, well, actually, no, when everyone, when her mother forgot her birthday. Um, and then she's the one who is sober when they get back to the house. But I always, I was, her hair looks different because it's like darker and shorter here and it was much blonder. So at Wait, first we I haven't almost, seen her in a while, you know? Yeah, we the haven't. Styles changed. <laughs> I almost didn't recognize It's like first it. season, right? Or. Or was that second season? That was the end of the first season. Yeah, okay. Okay, so Dr. Ferguson and Isabel have some news, which is that they are engaged. Now, at some point, these two have met each other, and we'll find out a little bit more why. Now, oh my goodness. I know. 
Tony comes and says, oh, this is so exciting. Dr. Paul and Dr. Isabel Ferguson, a medical corporation, because they're Mm. both doctors. Now, on IMDb, his name has been listed as Doyle Ferguson this whole entire time. And they've never said his name. So I've called him Doyle every episode just because I like that name every time he's been on. Well, I don't know if Tony Danza was like, no, I'm not saying Doyle or what. Because now... Or just forgot, called him Paul, and they left it that yes, way. Now this gentleman's name is Paul Ferguson. <laughs> I so I bet like, you that's what happened. I'd like y'all to meet Paul Ferguson. So once again, we've had a name change on the show from the listing. Um... So, yes, so they're getting engaged. Everyone's excited. Now, Samantha's like, oh, congratulations. I've got to go call Marcy and tell her. (laughs) So she picks up the phone again. And I don't know. So she either was on the phone with Marcy and then hung up, or that was a different friend. And uh, Paul is like, oh, well, I already told her because I'm her father. Right. (laughs) Like she's all mad. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, well, I'm her best friend. Tony's like, well, she doesn't know that you know. So then Samantha's excited. And she's like, oh, okay. And so he grabs the phone. He's like, yeah, upstairs. So he gets rid of her. Now, the two couples are here. And they and um, Angela asked if they've set a date. And they said they have or they want to, but they wanted to check with Angela first. Mm. And mm. the reason is because Isabel would like Angela to be her matron of honor. So Isabel... Um, Angela and Isabel squeal, and then right. Angela's like, oh, wait, what about Wendy? Because mm. you've been friends with her longer, like, is she going to be upset? And she's like, oh, you know what, maybe it should be Wendy. I can't tell if she's kidding there, or if she's know, really second-guessing. Right. I thought it was a joke, and then it was like, oh, maybe. <laughs> no. know, it, was, it was a weird moment. <laughs> but Angela's like, no way, because I'm the one who seated you next to each other at my dinner party. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be getting married. And Tony says, no, you may have sat them next to each other, but if these two got together because of my Oysters Micelli. Oysters Micelli. It's going to be the name of my next band. <laughs> Oysters Micelli. <laughs> what, what, um, hang on, back up for a second. So right. I probably should know this. What's the, what is the difference between a matron of honor and a maid of honor? Oh, a maid of honor has never been married. A matron okay. of honor is either a married woman or has previously been oh, married. Oh, okay. Yeah. I should have known that, probably. Um, I don't even know why I know I don't that. Know. <laughs> so it's, probably, it's probably some reason you don't want to know. Right. Yeah, some old antiquated reason, I'm sure. Right. Uh, just the fact that they're called maid and matron uh, in no. the first place. So, Tony is taking credit for getting them together with his aphrodisiac micelli uh, hors d'oeuvre dish or <laughs> whatever it was. And so... Paul, Paul Ferguson, says, well, you know, I believe in giving credits where credit is due, so would you like to be my best man? And Tony squeals, and so they hug. So I just think it's funny, like, I want to see the episode where this dinner party happened. Like, what the heck? So at some point... And here's, wait a minute, here's the other thing, too. What, like, how tight are these two that he's going to be the best man you don't think that doyle or paul knows some other doctors that he's closer with <laughs> right. we, ne- we never see this guy this is and their true. best buds right this is true but we wouldn't have the whole rest of the episode if he actually had I mean, friends I know. I know. maybe maybe doyle slash paul doesn't make friends easy and we do know that they are buddies because he played on the team um yeah i guess maybe we don't know when they hang out yeah, like, obviously, they had a full dinner party that we weren't privy to. True. So, and it also kind of establishes here something that, um, you know, we've never seen before, which is that Angela and Tony have hung out with other couples in, like, a social setting. Mm. So, I'm sh- even though Tony, like, was serving prepared up the oysters and served the dinner, he was still part of the dinner party. So... Her friend and, you know, his buddy or whatever, I guess, met there. I mean, I'm sure Angela would have had him over anyway just because of Marcy. But mm. Marcy is Sam's friend, not so much Jonathan's friend. Right. You know, this where I have this pause, he's really giving him a heck of a hug. He, he is. He's very <laughs> excited. He just squealed. I know. And I love um, Angela's laugh, at giggle at him squealing. Mm. Yeah. So if you're watching this on Antenna TV, the next scene that comes up is cut. But 
um, I have the streamed one from when it was on Crackle. Mm-hmm. And so now we're in the kitchen where Samantha and Marcia are. It's another day. And Marcy's like, oh, you're refrigerator is always so amazing (laughs) she's like i'm hoping now that my dad's getting married ours won't be so pathetic and they're pulling out a cake i guess they're celebrating a bit um samantha has some milk and they're um she's a tremendous cake they're gonna eat a whole cake well it looks like it's already been cut into so maybe like they have been eating it and they just went back for more gotcha um but samantha's like pathetic She's like, it's downright scary. I reached in one time and something reached back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but it's like, okay, well, still, I mean, Doyle slash right. Paul, Paul is a doctor, and I'm sure he has, like, a housekeeper or some kind of nanny. So mm. they know. But it, 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 they're just it, showcasing that he's a bachelor, he's a bachelor and he right. doesn't have food in the fridge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. Maybe that's why Marcy's always over here. Right, because of the food. Um, Oysters Maselli. And then Marcy's like, oh, don't worry. We killed that. Mm. <laughs> so whatever it was is gone. But Sam, Sam's like, so are you, you're really okay with like having a stepmother now? And Marcy's like, oh, sure. It's going to be great. She's like, all you have to do is call the mom mm-hmm. and be nice to them because, and they'll do anything for you because they're worried that you'll try to wreck their marriage if they don't. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> setting her, oh, and I meant to look up, hang on. I'll look it up later. What? What's that? I'm wondering. I think this is Isabel's last time. The last time we see Isabel, but I don't think it's the last time we see Marcy. Well, what about Doyle? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Is Here, I'll let me look right now. I'll go look. I'll go look. No, I got it open. I uh, also wanted to look up Wendy too because Wendy Whitner. Yeah, I'm usually Wendy is normally my MVP, but not so much in this episode. So I and I she I'm still gonna, has a few good lines. She does, but I'm going to be sad if this is her, like... Swan song. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Where are we here? She has a few good lines, so... Oh, okay. Go no. Um, Doyle... No, no. Doyle's coming back. Okay. And he's still listed as Doyle. They didn't Which, change it to Paul. T- I'm telling you, it's Tony's fault. Right. But I'm pretty sure Isabel's not coming back. And let me check Dory real quick. I'm sure this is fantastic listening for people. Wendy Whitner. Let's see if she's coming back. Wendy Whitner, and it does say T-T-E-N-E-R now. Oh, right. Because of the bowling shirt change. Oh, yeah. She has... uh, No, this... No, there's one more. Raging Housekeeper. Okay. Yes, I remember that one. Okay. Yep. All right. So, in the living room, um, Isabel's all cozy up on the couch. and apparently the next day or something. Yeah. And Paul's hanging out, and... Tony and Angela are going through the wedding invitations and they're deciding on one. Yeah. So the first one that Angela picks out, Tony's like, no, it's too many curly cues and stuff. She's like, well, an invitation, a wedding should, you know, have romance and wonder. And he's like, no, it should tell you what time to be there. Exactly. So they're enjoying this and it's as if they're picking out their own wedding invitation. I know. I don't. And why are they letting them do that? And then. Was yeah. that a thing at some point? Did, or did the, your matron of honor and, your matron and, honor and her and housekeeper picked out your no, invitation? Housekeeper? <laughs> the, best the best man. Did they pick out wedding invitations? No, I've thing? never heard of that. I've heard okay. of like having the bachelor party. But this episode yeah. is so rushed because they need to get to the wedding that right. like the the whole first part, like I think it was just a cute idea to have them like looking over and Paul and Isabel probably don't care. So they're like, sure, whatever. Or they actually went home and then picked out their own invitation, and Tony and Angela just and they're just they humoring them, right? Exactly. Yeah, and then next thing you know, it's the wedding, like right. So yeah, so then they decide they find another one that both of them agree on, and they're like, okay, number twenty-five. So they write that down, <laughs> and then Mona says, "Now that you've picked out their invitation, would you like to name their children?" And of course, <laughs> Tony says, "I've always liked Anthony." <laughs> I always like Anthony. <laughs> so. Paul and Isabel and Marcy leave, and as they shut the door, Angela's like, "Oh, they're so they're so great together. They were friends for such a long time, and then one day Cupid's arrow just hit." <laughs> so, one were they friends for? I mean, when did we this dinner know. party happen? <laughs> what do we I know? want they're the just, dinner party episode. They're making stuff episode. up so it works for Angela, right? And Tony. Yeah, and it's paralleling 
Yes, Angela and Tony. Right, that's so, what I'm saying. And she's like, it doesn't love work in funny ways. And Tony's like, yeah, it's, it's a real gut buster. So they leave the room, and now Samantha's a little curious about whether or not she's ever going to have a stepmother. So she asks Tony if she can ask him something, and he's like, of course, anything, any time. Unless it's about boys, your allowance, or an additional phone line. No, it's a cordless telephone. Oh, a cordless telephone. Which would be wild for her, like a cordless phone. Wow, yeah, so she says, you know, if my allowance was bigger... Then I could have a cordless phone and call boys from anywhere. All right, which he isn't having. No. (laughs) But just last week, he told her that she could talk to him about boys. So she asks, like, do you ever think about getting married again? And he says, you know, I was very happy with your mom, and I'd like to have something like that again. But things are different now, you know, and it would have to be the right person. And she's like, yeah, you've got me. And he says, and you know, I would need someone that was that loves you as much as I do and someone who would support me and accept me for who I am and what I do. And Sam's like, oh, man, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> He's so like, you're in big trouble. It seems like Sam hasn't really caught on to the Angela fact thing yet. Like, no, no. Like and a, it's that's evident at the wedding. But right. Like we'll, we can point out later. But yeah. She doesn't seem to think... I mean, she thought it was pretty funny when Jonathan was trying to get them together. She either doesn't seem to think... was ahead of his time, way ahead of his time. He was. She either doesn't seem to think that Angela would ever be interested in her dad, or Mm. that he would be interested in her, I guess. I can't really tell. But yeah, it's funny that she's kind of more of a holdout on this than anyone else in the household. So now in the kitchen, a similar conversation is going on with Mona and Angela. And Angela's like, you know, why are you asking me this? And Mona's like, because, you know, inquiring minds want to know, which is the old National Enquirer slip. Yeah, yeah was, National I was Enquirer just about to say slip, that. Right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, inquiring sorry. minds want to yeah. know. <laughs> and yeah, it was the uh, National Enquirer. I don't know if that's they're still their thing. I don't think so. I don't think so. I remember I like, those commercials, though. They yeah, were insane. Me too. Um... And she's like, you know, do you or do you not ever want to get remarried? And Angela's basically saying, you know, I I really don't know. But if I did get remarried, it definitely wouldn't be someone like Michael. And Mona's happy to hear that. (laughs) Because Michael was so threatened by her success that she wants a man who's more supportive of her career and that loves her son, you know, and wouldn't like would be kind and considerate and sensitive and wouldn't be, like, threatened by her. Mm -hmm. And Mona's like, oh, well, where, you know, where on earth are you going to find that? And then in comes Tony. And he says, do you want me to go down to Cub Scouts and pick up Jonathan and so you can get some work done? And just being all Tony. I know. He's like, so you can get some work done on that new account? And then he smiles. Like, it's all staged. (laughs) I know. It's like Like you expect to see that, you know, the little ding. I know, off it's the so teeth cheesy. at the smile at the end like right. it's so over the top that you want to see that but i mean he's right there in front of you angela like right. there he is he is the, probably the most kind and considerate person that you're going to meet in this situation yeah um so okay so now i don't they planned a wedding and what i mean how much time has passed i don't even know it's a week hmm the, the invitations must have been email because everyone's already there. But there was As no I said, email. All of a sudden, oh, there's the wedding. Right. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> so Angela and Tony are walking down the aisle. Um, they get in their positions waiting for Isabel and Dr. Ferguson to come down. And already you can kind of tell they're like sort of looking. He's looking at her. Um, and Love is in the air. Yes. I think it's just like. You know how weddings are. I feel like yeah. weddings are just kind of like that. Yes, they and are. So, they do admit this, this togetherness. Right. I don't know, love. They're just kind of fun and yeah, yeah. And, like and if you fun. take a date to a wedding too, like that's kind of serious. Yeah, Although, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. I know, but I just remember that like one of our very first dates was my mom's wedding. I know. Which that now that's funny that I just brought that up. Yeah. So. 
I remember that well. <laughs> so Isabel and Paul come down the aisle, and the minister's like, dear friends and family, we're here today. Let's take a moment to reflect on the forthcoming marriage. Mm. Again, this is this whole scene, if, you, if you're watching on Antenna TV, is completely chopped up. They go straight to like get giving their wing the rings. Yeah, they they don't mess around. But I think this part is really cute because everyone's kind of sitting there quietly and like Tony is sort of looking over at Angela and Angela's looking over at Tony a little bit, kind of getting caught, and then they go to the people sitting and Jonathan says to Samantha, <laughs> What are we supposed to be reflecting about? I know. I, I and, that whole scene is cute with Jonathan and Samantha, and they cut it out. I know. It is At really cute. At least the TV does. And she says, I, I, we're supposed to be watching them reflect. <laughs> and he's like, what are they reflecting about? She's like, I don't know, probably how much loot they're going to get at the end of the night. With the presents, yeah. Right, the presents. So then Jonathan turns to Mona and says, Grandma, do, what do you think they're reflecting about? And she's like, I don't know. Probably the wedding night. Of course, right. <laughs> but again, why would you tell your nine-year-old grandson that? I know, he just looks confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so after everyone's done reflecting, is that, is that a... I don't remember... I don't, I don't know that I've ever been to a wedding where you reflect. Yeah, do I don't you? Know. No. I don't is know. that a Catholic thing? Well, this is not a Catholic ceremony for yeah, sure. Yeah, true. Um, okay, so now they're going on with the rest of the ceremony. And again... Tony and Angela keep, like, making little glimpses at each other. So, you know, I mean, I it's interesting here because, yes, they've built up to this. They're friends. Okay, we know that they're attracted to each other. One probably has, one or both have a crush on one another at this point. Yeah. But now they're, like, standing up there and, like, actually visualizing marrying one another. Right. <laughs> without ever being on a date at all, ever. Or... I think like maybe this kind of feels like a date to them. So as they're going through the rest of the ceremony, like when they're saying the lines, we're not seeing the couple at all. Like as Isabel saying her lines, we're mm. seeing Tony as Paul saying his lines, we're seeing Angela and the two of them are imagining as if they were the ones getting married. Right. But I just want to say that if Angela was getting married, her dress and stuff would have been way, <laughs> way better than whatever they put Judith Light in for this scene. Yeah. I feel like they just like found a dress and like stuck it on her. I know. It's, yeah, what do you want? And they try to make it all dark. Yeah. It, it was, see, but... it was kind of an awkward part. It was. But it's also the only glimpse you'll ever get of Tony and Angela possibly getting married. That's, so. that's true. <laughs> so remember that. Um, so the wedding's over and Paul and Isabel walk back up the aisle and Tony says, oh no, Angela says to Tony, they're a perfect couple, don't you think? And he says, perfect. And he takes her arm and then they walk back down the, up the aisle. So now we're at the reception and every, uh, Wendy has gone up to, uh, Paul and Isabel and Isabel saying, oh, Wendy, I'm so sorry that Herb couldn't be here. We will never meet Herb. I know. So I feel like now it's just a joke that the that they mentioned the fact that Herb wasn't there. Right, of course. Since we've no never Herb. met him. He's never, never going to meet him. Yeah. And Wendy's like, oh, you know, he had a dentist conference, although he probably would have made it if his wife had been matron of honor. Mm. <laughs> um, shots, and, shots are fired. Yeah. She's like, you know, I'm your oldest friend. A woman who stood by you through two children and a divorce. Mm. So that's my other question. Isabel has kids? Yeah, well, no, we don't hear anything about it. Right, her. like we saw Marcy over at the house, but I guess maybe her kids were with the dad at the time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe it was an ugly divorce. Not only is Marcy getting a stepmom, but she's going to have two step siblings also. Mm. That could have been its own spinoff show right there. Yeah. Um. And then Wendy makes another dig saying, you know, oh, but Angela looks beautiful, even though peach is my color. Hmm. Zing. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Uh, uh, so now Angela's like, oh, you know, everything's so beautiful. She, it's their turn to talk to Paul and Isabel. And um, Isabel asks her, you know, well, did that trip down the aisle give you any ideas? And Angela's like, oh, no, I, mean, I don't know what you're 
talking about? And then Paul says the same thing to Tony, you know, like, well, we've got the hall for the rest of the night, so you can go ahead and get married. And Tony's like, what is it with guys when they get married? Then they want everyone else to get married. Yeah. And then Paul says, well, misery loves com- company. Oh, boy. <laughs> and gets in trouble wah, with this wah. about. I know. But, um, um, you know, the funny thing about all of that is, I mean, not that Tony and Angela are together, but when you are a couple and your friends start getting married, when they're married, all they want you to do is get married. That is true. And then when they have kids, all they want you to do is have kids. That is also true. Why? I don't know. <laughs> because misery Why loves company. Why do people company. do that? <laughs> because Paul is right, and he told it to us straight when we were children, and we didn't listen. Yeah. Yeah, here we are. Um, so, yeah, but... It, and I think it's funny that they are just assuming, like, they want them to get together. Of and course. Mona wants them to get together. Right, everybody. And does Wendy at this wants point. them to get, yeah. <laughs> Everyone except for Samantha at this point, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're getting ready to go to their table, and Tony's asking her, like, oh, what do you want? I'll grab some stuff from the buffet. Again, a very couple thing to do. Mm-hmm. And. She's like giving him ideas and then she's like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it up to you because you probably know what I like as much as I do. And he's like, yes, even better. So, I mean, he like he it's knows no what she likes. Miscelli, but yeah, that's true. He'll make it work. He knows what she likes even better than she does. Right. Whatever um, that means. Yeah. So he heads over to the buffet table and she goes to sit down. Um, then Jonathan (laughs) that's a cute scene yeah they cut to a cute scene with Jonathan where he's like I'm so full I can't eat anything else and then a waiter comes up and is like oh let me take your plate because we're getting ready to serve dinner (laughs) and Jonathan's like why didn't anyone tell me oh poor Jonathan now the actor playing the waiter is Tony Danza's brother and he's listed in on IMDb as Maddie Danza but Mm. I'm pretty sure that he goes by their original last name of Aya Danza so I, I believe oh. his name, maybe his stage name's Maddie Danza, but I feel like his name is Maddie Aya Danza. Um, yeah, because Tony Danza changed his last name to Danza. Well, he's in two episodes, right? Or no, one. Oh, um. I don't know. It says. Yeah, I think he it says he's in no, another he's episode. Marty slash yes. waiter. Right. So at another point, he's going to be Marty at Marty's Melody Room, I believe. Marty's Melody Room. Okay. That uh, pool hall that they go to in Brooklyn. And the only other thing he's in is Hannah Montana. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know he was in anything else. He's Jimmy in Hannah Montana. And that's it. He did two episodes of Who's the Boss and then in 2006 did Hannah Montana. Um, Now, what's interesting, too, let me check real quick because I believe that there are some Who's the Boss people... That worked on um, Hannah Montana. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, I was so going to ask, actually, just... was Tony Danza in it? And no, he was not. He wasn't. Okay. I didn't know. Um, I just completely guessed on my part. Yeah, I'm going to say I don't believe so. Okay. I might be wrong because I'm not absolutely sure, but I don't believe that Tony Danza was in Hannah Montana. I can't find the writers on here. I'll check it later. So that might be why. Um so, yeah, and his brother will be in one more scene, too, in this episode. So now really? as Tony's okay. over at the uh, buffet table, he runs into a guy, and the guy notices that he has a ton of food on his plate. And he's like, oh, you know, big plate. And Tony's like, well, it's not, oh, it's not for me. You know, it's not all for me. And he's like, oh, okay, your wife sent you. And he's like, no, I mean, she's not my wife. And he says, this was our first trip down the aisle. So, this guy is Jeffrey with a G. With a G. Yes. And so, he says, oh, okay, so you are with her. So, it gives the impression here that Jeffrey spotted Angela already at the wedding and is now trying to kind of fish around to see if she and Tony are actually a couple. So, he's like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not with her. I mean, we're just together tonight. And so, Jeffrey's like, oh, you know, these modern women, you never really know where mm. you stand. But I'm also kind of getting the impression from Tony that he's not really saying, like, I'm not with her at all. Like, I think he is kind of, at this point... Right, like, like yeah, yeah, we're, I mean, he came in there with her, I right. guess, maybe. And, yeah, yeah, we came together, and we're hanging out together, and this is starting to feel like maybe it could be a date, because I'm enjoying myself, <laughs> but she's not actually my wife. So, Jeffrey introduces himself as Jeffrey Wells... 
Tony says, nice to meet you, Jeff, which is such a Tony thing to do. Right. <laughs> and then he says, no, it's Jeffrey with a G. And so now that's how Jeffrey with a G gets his nickname. So you can't, somebody's name is spelled with Jeff with a G, you can't, Jeffrey with a G can't say Jeff? No, you can, but he just oh. doesn't go by Jeff. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, but fancy. if it was Jeff, it would be G-O-E-F-F. -F. G oh, I'm sorry. G-E-O-F-F. -F. -F, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So then... He looks at Jeffrey's plate, and Jeffrey only has a couple things on his. And he's like, so you're alone, huh? There's nothing sadder than orders for one. Like, it's <laughs> so, so mean to say. Know, Why would nice. you say that to anybody? <laughs> but Jeffrey's like, nope. You know, I haven't met the right woman yet. And he's, he asks Tony, where is the perfect combination of intelligence, sensitivity, and humor? And then Jeffrey sets his plate down and walks away. I know. That, I, that baffled me. <laughs> Did Tony shame him so much <laughs> that he had to set his plate down? He just puts the plate down and walks away, and he storms away. He like, lost his appetite. I'm out of here. He's like, you know what? I don't have time to eat. I right. need to go find a woman. So I'm going to put right. this plate right here, and I'm going to go work on that for and the rest of the night. No explanation. Puts the plate down. <laughs> so he puts the plate and down someone's and someone's going to throw that food away. It's trash. Right. <laughs> it's going to be Tony Danza's brother. Yeah, Maddie's going to throw all the food yeah. away. Um, so as he walks away, Tony's, because he just asked, where do you find a woman with the perfect combination of intelligence, sensitivity, and humor? And Tony says, table six. Yeah, to himself. He's like, table six. Yeah. So Tony's having a good time tonight. Right. Like, I think he's enjoying this. And he's maybe starting to think that this could be something else besides just friendship. Um, so... They give you a good shot of the table number six. So in case we weren't sure that he was talking about Angela, we know right. for sure. Right. And Angela is still waiting for Tony to stop jabbing with Jeff and come back with his her food. So she's stealing food off of Wendy's plate. Right. And, and she's like, I'll pay you back when Tony gets here. <laughs> Can I have one more rumaki? I'll pay you back when I, when he gets here. Now, I had no idea what rumaki was. Did you? Nope. Not okay. a clue. But we looked we it up. We look it up. And it's some sort of chicken liver. Right. Wrapped in bacon. Yeah. It like sounds a, like I would enjoy it. It's like, I don't know, the liver part, but maybe. No, but like I've had goose liver and it's just, it's, it seems odd, but it's delicious. Okay. It's, oh. uh, it's basically an hors d'oeuvre and it's from the tiki culture origin. And it was probably served at Trader Vic's and other Polynesian restaurants in the 50s and 60s. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so it's a good. Polynesian style. You could, you know what? You probably could get it at like a luau. Right. Yeah. In yeah. Hawaii. In Hawaii. They probably if have rumaki. If we could ever go back to Hawaii, yeah, I will try yeah. to have some rumaki. Okay. So now in an, another odd interlude, Mona walks in with some guy. And bizarre. It seems, this is strange too. I know. She's like, okay, thank you. And I promise the first bunny hop is yours. And then when he walks away, she gives this look like she really wanted to get rid of that guy. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I was confused and I'm oh, not so sure. So the if, idea is he's hitting on her. Yes. I okay. think he's been chasing her around and hitting on her. And she's like, because oh, he I even see. has like an old fashioned sort of suit on. Right. And, and a crazy bow tie. Right. And she doesn't want anything to do with him. But I don't know if like that was just an interlude or if something got cut that we didn't see earlier. Um, well, so Tony. It's not on either. Either one. What? It's not on either cut. Right. Yes. Yeah. No. But there are. Um, so even the streaming episodes have stuff. Some of the episodes still have stuff uh, that was I cut. I never know. From the original. I know. Like there are a few. I remember someone saying that in the episode Custody that we saw. Remember when they go to California for Michael's wedding? Yeah. Apparently there's another scene that parallels Jonathan and Tony shaving where Saint, um, uh, Angela gives Samantha the shawl that she's wearing yes, to cover I, her sunburn. I remember you saying this. Yeah, and that hasn't been shown since the original run of the show. Oh, that's a shame. Because I guess it went... I feel like they've all just been continuously cut down from syndication. Mm -hmm. And then the streaming services just happen to get like the better cuts. Yeah. Um, so Tony comes over to the table with a pile of Angela's food. Yeah. <laughs> and he introduces himself to the other couple sitting there who are Fred and Ginger. And yeah. they are Isabel's cousins from Buffalo. So Tony's like, oh, that's great. You must be really excited. And they're like, yes, we love Buffalo. 
<laughs> like, what? <laughs> okay, that's... And I love the look Mona gives, too. Yeah, like, But I guess what? it's just kind of setting up that this couple's going to be annoying. Yeah. That we're not going to be getting along with them tonight. No. Fred's a stick in the mud. Right. And, um... And so then Wendy notices, wait a minute, Tony, you didn't get Angela any rumaki. And he says, Angela doesn't like rumaki. And Angela says, yes, I do. I love it. And he says, well, you never eat mine. Mm. And she says, well, sometimes your liver's a little dry. So now he's offended. And they're seeming very much like a married couple arguing over him finding mm. out that she thinks his liver is dry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tony. Well, he can kill those oysters Maselli, but he can't make a freaking mar- rumaki. I'm sure his rumaki is fine. Maybe um, just Angela thought the liver was dry. Maybe. I'm going. I'm, I'm siding with Tony here. All right. Um. So, and Mona says he's very sensitive about his organs. <laughs> I know. Every time Mona's trying to, like, equalize the situation, right. it starts to get intense. Oh yeah, this is going to get intense real fast. So. Now, they, Fred and Ginger think that they are a married couple because of the way they're acting. So they ask, well, how long have you two been together? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, we're not really together. We're not married. And Mona says, yes, they just live together and raise each other's children. <laughs> so now Fred and Ginger think that they are just living in sin and not married. Right. And they're like, oh, well, you know, maybe you should think about getting married because what about the kids? You know, what are they going to have to tell all their little friends at school? <laughs> Fred, you're reading into it a bit too much. <laughs> Fred, you'd Let be... Let it sh- go. Listen, welcome. If you were in 2020, you might be shocked at some yeah. of the stuff you see these days, buddy. Yeah. Um, but so this actor, um, this might be a, a bad time to bring it up, but this actor, his name is Dean Dittman, and unfortunately, he passed away only like two or three years after this episode. Mm, he doesn't even look... I know he was was 57 years old. Yeah, young. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, I wonder what he passed away from. Let me see if it says. Um, It's usually... Oh, no, sometimes they usually list it at the end, but they did not. Um, But yeah, so... And you know what? He was also in Bachelor Party. We were just talking about Bachelor Party last episode. I know, I don't recognize him, but that doesn't mean He's just one of the Elks head executives in the hotel, so he didn't have, like, a big part in it. Gotcha. Um, And then the woman playing his wife is Oceana Marr. Mm. Uh, Yes, and she has not acted in years, but as far as I can tell, she is still alive. Um, So... Mona's like, you know, well, maybe the minister minister's still here. Maybe he'll give you a, a, a two for the price of one deal. My gosh. No one's been shot. It's okay. It's just the fireplace. Um, and <laughs> Wendy says, and if you act now, I'll throw in a matron of honor. Oh. <laughs> she's still so mad yeah, that she did not get to be the matron of honor. Hmm. But Tony's like, okay, let's get out of here. So he asks Angela if she would like to dance. As they're dancing, Angela's like, I guess we kind of did really sound like a married couple bickering. And Tony's like, yeah, you know. And then he's like, you know, that was pretty wild, like going down the aisle, you know. Felt kind of weird. And she was like, what do you mean weird? And he's like, oh, no, nothing bad, just like weird. And they kind of want to ask each other, but they're going back and forth and like Angela's a little nervous to say it and Tony's like, just speak. And she's like, well, I was just wondering if you ever think about getting married again. So he's like, you know, I think about it. I've thought about it before, but you can't hold a guy's thoughts against him because he'd be arrested before he got out of puberty. (laughs) That's such a Tony thing to say. I know. But... As they're talking, they're flashing back to when they were picturing each other. So then he asks Angela, like, have you thought about it? And she's like, yeah, maybe a little bit. And they show her thinking about Tony. Um, So he kind of asks, like, you know, well, as you were thinking about it, you know, how far did your thoughts go? Mm -hmm. And she says, you know, it would have to be the right person. And he agrees with that. And then they just kind of start dancing. And I feel like, I mean, we've seen 
we haven't really seen them dance like this before. Like he's really no. kind of pulling her close. Yeah. And she's like, you know, got her head, her face kind of in his neck and stuff more than we've seen before. Cause more when they've danced has been like, like showy dancing or the tango or the hat Mexican hat dance. <laughs> Mexican hat dance. <laughs> but so they're kind of getting, is that a child or a cat? Oh, it's a cat falling off a chair. Oh, oh, is she going to make it? I don't know. Oh, it's she made destroy it. destroy the chair Good, in the process. I know. For some reason, those don't get scratched up, though. Yeah. Um, okay, so they really get lost in each other as they're dancing, and the music stops. <laughs> right. So. And they're still holding each other close and moving. Right. Everybody else has walked off the dance floor, and they're still holding each other and swaying back and forth. So Samantha and Marcy walk up, and Samantha's like, hey, guys, the band t- is taking a break. <laughs> Yeah, that was this is funny. And I love if you look closely at Tony Danza's face, he kind of makes a little bit of like the uh, emo- emoji uh, grimace guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> where he's like, "Ooh," because he realizes that they are embarrassing themselves. Right. And then, so they walk away. They're like, "Oh, okay, we should probably stop dancing." And then Samantha, as they walk away, Samantha says to Marcy, "I'm so embarrassed." And on the streaming version of this, it's a little longer of a scene because then Marcy goes, it's okay. They probably just couldn't hear the music. I know. Like, they're just so old. They can't hear. (laughs) I know. That's great. It made me laugh. (laughs) Um, So they go back to the table and I think they're feeling a little awkward around each other. And Fred and Ginger are still there and fred's like you know i just want to apologize for earlier i didn't mean to make you feel uncomfortable like i'm a modern guy yeah no you're not right (laughs) if you guys want to live together like you know that's no skin off my nose is what he says which Um, fred had a a, a revelation while they were gone for well ginger ginger probably gave him a talking to yeah he probably yeah Yeah. you're right or mona Mm. listen buddy so then he says uh, so Tony's like, well, you know, actually, we're not, you know, we're not together at all. I'm her housekeeper. And mm. Ginger's like, oh, okay, <laughs> well, then obviously you guys wouldn't be together. Yeah, now they're thoroughly confused. Right. And Mona's like, oh, well, I mean, what do you mean? We, Ginger, as you well know, good husbands have to be hard to find. <laughs> I know. And then they can't tell if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can't tell, but Mona knows oh, yeah, it's definitely it is. not. Yeah. Now things start to go downhill mm. because Ginger's like, well, you know, I that would probably be nice to have a husband who didn't work. And Angela and Tony kind of give a look. And then Fred's like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind living off the little woman for a while as long as my allowance was big enough. No. Um. <laughs> so Mona, like, why, why do Fred and Ginger feel like they can just tear into these people? They yeah, just met him. Keep, I, yeah. keep your mouth shut. <laughs> exactly. But, and yeah. Mona's like, cracked crab, anyone? <laughs> right. She keeps trying to neutralize the situation and it still gets bad. Um, and then Angela's like trying to help out, but she just makes it worse. And mm-hmm. so she's like, you know, if you think that Tony doesn't work, you're mistaken because it, it takes a lot of organizational skills and it's very challenging to be a good housekeeper. Um, and everything that she's saying is true, but like this is only making Tony feel worse because this is exactly why he has not wanted to date her, I think, up to this point because of these awkward conversations right. like this. Once they're in a social situation with another couple and they're like, well, what do you do for a living? But Angela can't help herself. Like she's just digging herself in deeper and deeper. And then Mona's like, stuffed mushrooms, anyone? (laughs) Um, So she goes on to say how hard Tony works. And then Wendy, so here's why Wendy's not my MVP for this episode. She says he even has the um, dishpan hands to prove it. Mm. And so, like, I don't know if she's just still in a bad mood from not being your matron of honor. Yeah, I think like, she, she's pissed off the whole episode. Yes, but normally, Wendy, the Wendy we know would have stood up for Tony, for sure, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Angela's like, no, he doesn't. He has he wears rubber gloves. And then everyone at the table kind of starts laughing. Yeah, which makes him even Yeah, so now he worse. just feels worse. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, okay, I, I think I need a drink. So he gets up and he goes to leave. 
And Fred asks if he would get him a drink as well. And he says, no, it's my night off. And he walks away. So now he, um, this is now Tony in a scene with his brother because he walks up to the waiter and the waiter asks if he would like some more champagne. And he's like, no, champagne's not really my thing. Do you have any beer? You know, got a beer around here? Yeah. A beer yours, a beer we never see. No, no, he won't get that beer. But also it's because... The waiter went said he was going to go ask the chef. Why would the chef know anything about if they have beer? Wouldn't he ask the bartender? I know. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Like so, the chef's making beer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Isn't there a bartender at this thing? Right. You would think. And no wonder. He's probably... Why, he might as well go ask the valet if they have beer. What? They're just not going to find a beer. And another thing is... I mean, I don't know where they supposedly got married, but I think this reception hall is the place where the wedding was redressed i'm noticing that now as i'm looking at the episode oh like the purple things up there oh maybe oh that's a good point they just redressed it they would have had to do that really fast though if it was in front of a live audience that was in the entrance thing yeah oh yeah you're right maybe they took a break you know what yeah they probably just pulled out all the chairs and then they made it yeah put the table put a couple tables in there and that's a good point. I did not notice that when I yeah, watched. Yeah, I noticed it. I thought I noticed it last night, but now I really noticed it. So, anyway. Tony's feeling bad for himself. He's kind of hanging out back over by the buffet table. <laughs> right, that's, where it, that's his go-to. Right. Hanging out by just, the buffet he's table. He's just comforted being around food. Yeah, um, yeah. And Angela comes up and asks, you know, can I talk to you? And he's like, sure, you can talk. Um, and she's trying to explain, like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean what I said even though I meant what I said it just I didn't mean for it to sound so bad and because not only is he the housekeeper but then she has to stand up for him right so So it's just completely masculine yes um so he's like you know it is funny I mean it's funny to think that you would date your housekeeper and she doesn't really think that that's funny and you know she's like just because I'm a six he's like um, a success like you wouldn't date a housekeeper. And she's like, just because I'm a success doesn't mean I'm a snob. Mm-hmm. Um, and that she doesn't give one fig Newton about no, no, what people no. say. Angela's way of cursing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, oh, calm down. And right. he's like, but, you know, let's be honest. Like, we both kind of gave a little fig Newton. And it's a true. I think she did, you know. And if it, this had been like just kind of their friends who already knew them in the situation, then right. it wouldn't be that difficult. But I think, you know, this is part of what's holding them back is mm-hmm. that anytime they go to, a, if he goes to a function with Angela and they're like, oh, what do you do? Then he has to say he's her housekeeper. Mm, that's a good way of looking at it. I didn't even think about it that way. Why? Now I know why Fred, the pain in the ass Fred is in the picture. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this is just kind of showing like what oh. it would be like when. There's so much keeping us apart. Right. It's like Romeo and Juliet here. <laughs> no. Come on. But like, I mean, it would probably be awkward at first, but then once people got to time, you know, people got to know him, then whatever. Well, then he probably it, would just become the stay at home parent. Right. That's true. At that point. Yeah. He's not really the housekeeper. I mean, and that kind of is what's going to happen, you know, over time. But I uh, mean, he, spoiler alert. No, no, he stays her housekeeper, but like he decides that he's going to start working towards a different career mm. once the kids have grown up and, and oh, gone I away. Um, but yeah, because I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think at this point, Tony doesn't really necessarily like he enjoys being a housekeeper. Mm-hmm. He gets paid basically to stay home and raise his daughter. So he's very happy and comfortable. And I think it's, you know, when they're in their little family unit and they're together, it all feels really natural. And it's just like when they get out, you know, mm. right. Um, then it gets weird. Yeah. And he probably thinks like he's seen the kind of guys that Angela has dated before and they can afford to take her to really nice places or whatever, you know, and he wouldn't really be able to do that. Right. It might be douchebags, but (laughs) (laughs) they're rich. So he's there. He's like, you know, let's just stop thinking about weddings, Right. (laughs) which is also a good point because they've never even gone on a date. And like suddenly now they're acting like a married couple and they're feeling 
as if this can never happen because of certain reasons. Right. So he I mean, takes come on. He takes her over to someone else's table. They sit down at some right. half-eaten food <laughs> to get table away number from four, I believe. Yeah, table number four to get away from the fact that they're going to throw the bouquet any moment now. Um, so as they throw the bouquet, it just lands on Angela's plate and, and right in right. front of her. And you anyway. can just tell like it's not thrown from where <laughs> Wendy Whitner made the announcement for which is weird. I thought she would make the announcement, but Angela, she, but maybe she wasn't around when Wendy stepped right she in. She did. She's like, your matron of honor is arguing with Tony right now. So I'm going to just step in here and mm-hmm. play the part. She, Wendy but, saved the day. But where they throw it from and where it comes from at two different places. If, yeah. Hang on. I'm going to watch here right now. Yeah. Like they're over there on the stage, but like, it just flies in from the side. <laughs> it's very strange. Someone is totally standing right yeah, off camera and get then it. just chucked it, right? <laughs> oh, there it is. That's so funny. I mean, it's almost from that same direction, but right. the it's angle from the, is still low. Way the angle's low. So, again, this is another reminder of marriage to them. But just then, Jeffrey with a G walks up. And he yep. says, you look like an intelligent, sensitive, and woman with a good sense of humor or something like that oh no he says you look like a sensitive perceptive intelligent woman and she says yes i am and then he says and you have a good sense of humor because she just said yes i am to all that right um so he asks can i add good dancer to the list right she looks at tony because i feel like she's thinking like you know what's going on here like do i get up and leave this conversation right now to go dance with this guy or or not um and he's like yeah i mean you're a really good dancer go show him so she says i guess we're through here and he says yes right or no he says we're through here he says yeah yeah we're through and she's like well i guess we are yes we are or something i guess we are yeah that's kind of sad right like we're through that's it yeah, like I know, and that, well, I think that was the point. I know, I know, but it's sadder than it, it should be. I think, like it's just sort of like, well, for one night we kind of thought maybe we could give this, this was a going shot, but no, no, this Jeffrey is not. with a G showed up. So she gets up and she goes and dances with Jeffrey, um, and Tony's just kind of sitting there, and then Mona comes up and consoles Tony, not consoles him, but. You know, she does her thing where she mm-hmm. just kind of gets him out of the out of the seat and Mona starts dancing, yeah, with her. But he's like still looking at Angela the whole time. So I think from this point on, now we have to assume that they both have pretty deep feelings for each other. <laughs> I I do love that line where Jeffrey Angela goes out to the dance floor. And Jeffrey's coming, like walking towards her, and he's like, "We're gonna look great on the dance floor." <laughs> And then Tony says, I don't know about that. Fred and Ginger are out there. <laughs> or we're going to, whatever, the best looking on the dance floor. Yeah, it's funny. just funny. Yeah. Um, yes, I didn't bring that up earlier, that Fred and Ginger would be a reference to Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. They had the same names um, because earlier they say not the Fred and Ginger. Oh. So they must have enjoyed that they were always... Fred and Ginger. Yeah, that's a funny... Around people. Uh, that was probably their line. Yeah, and that would have been a reference that people would have gotten way more easily than, Back then. than they do now. Um, okay, so now, in the tag of the episode, they're home from the wedding, it's later that yep. night, and Angela's like, "My feet, these feet are never going to dance again. <laughs> and so Tony takes one of her feet and he starts rubbing it, which is, again, I feel like this is way more of an intimate... The thing that we've seen them do before. True. Like, to, but it almost seems like it was almost natural. Like, right. It like, was a common occurrence. Right. right? Like, we just didn't see things this were getting happening. rubbed. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, you know, you know what I mean? Right. Like, they they have a they're definitely comfortable with each other. I don't know how many things have been rubbed. Right. But. Well. <laughs> We'll never but know. for him to feel comfortable enough to take her foot and start rubbing it, like they obviously would have right. had times where they at least sit together on the couch or whatever and like hang out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because that is again some kind of a very married couple thing to do. Um, so 
he asks, are you going to see Jeffrey with a G again? And she's like, yeah. And then she says, dinner and a Broadway show on Friday. So she is going to see him again. And Tony's like, that's great. You know, you should be seeing people. I should be seeing people, not the same people. Um, So he's letting her know here that, like, you know, we should be broadening our horizons and not hanging out so much together. Um, And then she kind of expresses how good it feels that he's rubbing her foot and he puts her foot away. Right. <laughs> he gives like her back her foot. So good. <laughs> and that is the end of the episode. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I forgot to say who is um Jeffrey. So Jeffrey's gonna be back, obviously. Oh right, yes. Um and he is the actor's name is Robin Thomas. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this last night that he looks so much like Steve Carell to me. I know. It's bizarre. He really does. Yeah. Like, and he is still acting. He was in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Blue Buds. Okay. Blue Bloods. The TV show Zoo. Um, oh, he was in Life Unexpected, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. He still is in a lot. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. So let me see exactly how many episodes of Who's the Boss he's in. Um, Quite a few, right? Six episodes total. Okay. Yeah. So he will. He's gonna have a little stint here where we need to get Angela to broaden her horizons for a bit. <laughs> I know him from something, and I don't know what it is. Like something else. Um, and he plays like a similar type character, I think, and I don't know. Yeah. It's with he- Mark Harmon. What was that? Uh, summer school. Oh, summer. oh, wait. Hang on. It's summer up here at the top. It is summer school, I think. Oh, it's at the top. Yes. Yeah, he's the vice school. principal. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Phil. Summer school. Phil okay. Gills. I think he's the one who's trying to get Kirstie Alley, but yes. then Mark Harmon does. Yes. Yeah, so it's totally. Like, like a kind of a similar type character. I don't know. Um, but yes, I remember him from that. And that's the only thing I remember him from. And I feel like they were like, okay, well, we need to throw a wrench in here. So let's ramp up the sexual tension for an episode and then we're going to give Angela a boyfriend for okay, a while yeah. to bring it back down <laughs> because it's like they got a lot of time to fill before right. the show's going to be over and no one's getting together until it's done um so yeah so th- here we are here's yep. Jeffrey yeah Jeffrey enter Jeffrey okay so oh uh, who did wow. rating I never remember who did rating I I'll go first okay um, rating. I gave this one a seven and a half. Okay, nice. Because, I, I mean, I still think it had its moments. Uh, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, I mean, it still had its moments. And the cheese factor was pretty, it was pretty cheesy in some parts, especially during the wedding. Yeah. Um, I was kind of annoyed everybody kept asking them if they're ever going to get married. But, um, I mean, you know, annoyed in a way like. But I know it had to be done. It was part. It had to be part of the episode. So, right. Anyway, yeah, seven and a half. Okay. Yeah, I went with an eight with this one um, because I have to be a half a step ahead of you. Yeah, of course. But, but no, I mean it. It the pacing is weird. It's it is cheesy in parts, um, but I do feel like it it does kind of push the relationship stuff forward. And parts of it are just so cute. Like, I like yeah. their awkward conversation around each other. Um, and I even really like the second conversation they have at the buffet table where they're basically, like, <laughs> you know, saying why this problem right. isn't going to work out. Um, but, yeah. And then the, just the wedding, like, getting them out of the house kind of makes it a little more interesting. Yeah, yeah, those too. are always interesting. Yeah. Who's the boss around here? Me? Or my mother? Or maybe it's you! I went with Tony for the boss on this one. Um, Because, mostly because he kind of shuts down the conversation at the end and sends her off with Jeffrey. And then, she I think she, if he would have said, like, no, you know, we're having a conversation here or whatever, she wouldn't have gotten up with him and left at all. Like, she wanted to be there with Tony. But because he said we're through, then she got up and left. Um, and I just kind of felt like he was sort of the one to make the decision there. Okay. Um, I actually think the same thing. I do think it was Tony. I think the same exact reason. Like, oh. Well, just the fact that he just, like, let her go and just, 
like he kind of steered the ship in that direction like let her go do her thing and date other people like he didn't you're right he didn't try yeah. to ruin it when, he basically when handed he her told, over to Jeff. right like he could have ruined the whole thing and he right. doesn't um so yeah i agree with you a hundred percent that it's um that uh tony is the boss all right well that is the episode you can reach us at who's the boss podcast on instagram or who's the boss pod one on twitter or on facebook we have a page called the who's the boss podcast page or go to anchor.fm slash wtb podcast and there leave us a voice message um okay so next week i mean next episode next time next time next time on jonathan the gymnast Mm. I don't know if you remember this one. I don't. It's got at all. some cute parts. Okay, I don't good. really remember this one that much either. So it'll be a first for both of us. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have no zero recollection. But you know what? Now that I think of it, I well, feel like oh, it's because the antenna TV we missed a couple episodes. Because like, forgive me, Tony kept popping up, and I was thinking that was our next episode, but it's not. So we have Jonathan the gymnast, then semi-private lives, mm. which is another really awkward one, and okay. then forgive me, Tony. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and tell all your friends and give you a big pat on the back. Bye. I added some extra.